All righty, we are live here with Chief Football Talk. I'm here with my partner in crime, the man himself, Phil Catterman. What's going on? Been a, been a while. I do. We've been on a hiatus for two weeks. Well, I can't. I couldn't help it. I mean, well, last last uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, I just lost it. What did it snow? No, it's not. Yeah, it snowed Wednesday. So I was outside playing in the snow, and I just lost track of time. Uh, that's all right, man. I I dozed off anyway, but we're here now. We're good to go, dude. So let's get started, man. I mean, I want to I want to dive into this. Um, you know, this time last week we had uh, Kansas City and we had San Francisco playing for the Super Bowl. And, man, I'll be honest with you, I thought San Fran was going to pull it off. I really did. I was pulling for them. I just – I cannot believe what happened, what I saw with my own two eyes. I could not believe it. Um, let me get your take from it, though, and tell me what you took from that game. Didn't Kansas City, I'm pretty sure every playoff game they had, they were all second-half comebacks, weren't they? Not Against only, the Texans and the Titans, did, weren't they down at halftime? Not only were they down, they, they were, were down. Double, they were getting beat pretty significant, right? Correct. They were double-digit points down. See, that's impressive, though. I mean, to be – you know, they always talk about second-half teams like – that's the definition because it's not like, oh, it's the second half, we're only down by four, you know, game-winning drive. They, I mean, like the Texans, they were losing about 21 or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, that is impressive. Yeah. That is wild. That's really wild. And, I mean, hey, I got to give it – I got to give it to them. I mean, Andy Reid, he really – he pulled it off. Um he, he he got his he got his head coach in Super Bowl ring now and you know Mahomes I got I got to give props to those guys you know I mean I I did not think that they were gonna pull it off being down by ten with eight minutes left in the game I'm thinking shoot it's over like there's no way that they're gonna come back and win this game and lo and behold my eyes they scored twenty one unanswered points in eight minutes i really like how they put the dagger in at the very end when they got that uh when they got that kick away what was it they stopped it or something like that and they ran the ball with uh who is it damian harris is that his name williams yeah that guy and he bounced yeah who am i thinking anyway um and he bounces it outside and scores like that just i you know what i'm happy for him but you're right man you were texting me and I looked at the score and I was like twenty to ten. Uh, yeah, it's twenty to ten, and San Fran had the ball with eight minutes left. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess they got their six ring. Like, you know, I was talking to my customers and I was like, I guess San Francisco got it, man. I mean, they they're solid, I guess. You know, I was very interested. I watched, you know, you know, I didn't watch the game because that'll work. But I watched the uh, was it the condensed version, the like the fifteen minute one. Yeah. They featured what's his name Debo San Debo Samuels or Sanders from San name? from San from San Fran. Yeah, the receiver. Yeah, Debo Samuel, the rookie. Dude, they were running him and they were running trick plays with him and all kinds of stuff. I like that. It seemed like the whole game. It was a very very good offensive game. I feel, but I don't know, man. Players make plays and and. You know, I know how you feel about Mahomes being a system quarterback, and you talk about, oh, you know, if every quarterback gets six seconds to throw, they could be good. Dude, that Bosa kid was breathing down his neck on almost every snap, it looked like. That dude, he was running for his life. But his stat line wasn't the best either. And he still so got that kind of a... Yeah, that's kind of wild. But it kind of supports what you're saying that, you know, He's a system quarterback because he still won despite with terrible stats. But at the same time, he didn't get six seconds to throw every time. But he still got MVP, I guess. I that baffles me, so I can't even tell you. Uh, 
I know. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you there, John. Nah, it's, it's, <laughs> all, it's all good, man. I mean, in Kyle Shanahan, this is now twice. Mm-hmm. Twice now that he's given up a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, who's calling? Does he call plays over there? Oh, he's got to be calling plays, man. He's got to be. I mean, dude, he has that defense is unbelievable. It, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how they pulled it off. But you're right. That's the second Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying he did it. Like he ain't the only one responsible. But it's like, golly, man. Like that's kind of you know very uh, what's the word coincidental that that happens is you you get what I'm saying that's very coincidental. It is. I mean, and I think the 49ers can take from this loss. And I mean, I think honestly, I would not be surprised if they're back in it next year. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no. They're still young. They're very young. Their defense ain't going nowhere. Garoppolo's only going to get better. That running game is still solid. Um, I saw on Twitter, though, that they were talking to old boy Sherman. He should move over to, like, free safety and stop playing cornerback because he's lost a step. What do you think about that? So kind of do, like, what the Patriots do with Devin McCourty then. Yeah, or um, – uh, golly. Uh, what's his name? He played for the Packers and the Raiders. Oh, hell. Charles Woodson. Yeah. Didn't he do that? Didn't he start at a corner? Or Champ yes. Bailey did, I believe. Champ Bailey did that as well. He started at a corner and slowly transitioned to like a nickel safety. But I don't know. What do you think on that? I mean, he's still a dang good corner. But like if you could get somebody with equal talent and move him to free safety, why wouldn't you? That's just strengthening your team. The thing is with Richard Sherman is he's not he can't cover man to man. He's not. But that's what he's always. But he's always, always, he's always. Uh, that's what has been his calling card, is being a lockdown corner man to man. Right, and for some reason he can't do that anymore. Well, I can tell you the reason. There ain't no some reason. I know what the reason is. What What's the reason? <laughs> Isn't he like pushing thirty? Yeah, and he also had an Achilles injury not too long ago, too. Now, don't get me wrong. He's still doing amazing for his age. Like, I don't want him coming after me on Twitter or anything. Because I, you know, I have no issue with him. Like, he's cool. But, you know, it happens to the best of us. And, like I'm saying, like, I'm actually decent at something. But you get what I'm saying. And I, I don't know. I could see him. Like I said, if they could find a corner who's just as good, you know, maybe not as good. But line him up and let him play over the top at free. Why not? I agree. I, I, I could, you know, that's actually a very good um, point there, Phil, because I would like to see that. I really would. I would love to see him at free safety because I think he, because he plays zone so well, I think he would succeed with that position. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They could find now if, if they're going to put him there and then have, you know, somebody like me playing cornerback, I mean, obviously it's pointless. He might as well just be covering that guy. But, you know, you know, if they got somebody in the draft or free agency or, you know, via trade, I mean, why not, man? And, you know, for as much people like to say he talks a lot, when he talks, it really is just facts. Like, he might be outspoken, but golly, at least he's right about it half the time. Exactly. And that that's what I love about Richard Sherman. He not only talks the talk, he backs it up with his actions, too. Well, he's very smart as well. He's he's not just rambling. Like, he's educated. I mean, he went to Stanford. Come on now. I don't care how good of a football player you are. You have to have some sort of mental fortitude to go to school there. Like, they don't let you in just because you can play football. You've got to be smart enough to get in. Oh, Absolutely. And and all and if you look at his background, you know he came he came from Compton, man, and that's the hood. I'm talking that's one of the biggest hoods in the country. And that guy got himself out of the ghetto, applied himself, 
got into a good school, and now he's making, now he's a success in the NFL. That's a really good story right there. Exactly, and he knows what he wants, and he's pushing for it. You never hear him getting in trouble off the field or nothing like that. No. So, I mean, yeah, he's just a confident human being, and why wouldn't you when you're one of the best players in the entire world? Now let me get your take on this. I just read today that the Chiefs are going to sign Mahomes to a huge contract after the draft. What did I tell you? He's going to be the first quarterback to get over, did I say, $200 million guaranteed? Dude, no, $100 million guaranteed. Dude, he's going to – $40 million a year. No, I think it's going to be more. I think it's going to be close to 50 That'd be wild. But the thing – That'd be wild. But the thing is the Chiefs don't need to do that right now. Like, No, he's, he's humble enough to stay there and keep winning without having to make $100 million a year. I feel like he is. Like I think he would take I think he would take twenty five million a year to stay there, just so they could get other players. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, though, he may think that, but I bet you the Chiefs are going to come with him at a, with an offer bigger than that. They're not going to let him make the first move. I have a feeling that the Hunt family is going to go to him and say, "Look, it, we're going to give you forty to forty five, maybe even fifty million a year." Mm-hmm. And guess what's going to happen? He's going to take it? He's going to take it. <laughs> now, mind you, I read this, too. The Chiefs have one of the lowest salary caps this coming up league uh, league year. Yep. And if they do that, they're going to lose yeah. a lot of people. Hopefully they rebuild in the draft. But at the same time, you know, I think Mahomes is humble enough to take little money. Not little, but, you know, smaller but I think his agent's going to be the one talking. You know how agents are. That's their job. That's how they eat. Isn't his agent, isn't his agent the same agent as uh, Antonio Brown? He ain't got no agent. What are you talking about? Well, the former agent, <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I, he's probably the agent to every other player in the league, every other good player. And, you know, not ones who are psycho and no white women, just 2020. <laughs> I like how you threw that in there. <laughs> I mean, you know, no white woman twenty twenty man. It's a mixtape cover, I guess. Oh my god, uh, I'm glad I don't hear about him anymore. I've not heard a soul. Uh, I've not heard one word about him in a long time. Because they stopped giving him attention because they realize he's just doing that for attention. People are tired of hearing about him. Yeah, you're right. Uh, At least that's how I feel. Go ahead. All right. Uh, let's say I want to take a look at a couple of teams now for their offseason outlook to see like what they can do to get better to get to the Super Bowl next year. I want to start with Dallas. I, I mean, just because we're in Texas, so I might as well start with them. Um, they went out. They rebuilt their coaching staff like completely rebuilt their coaching staff. But going into free agency, what do they need to do to try and get to that next level to where they can get to the Super Bowl, in your opinion? Get a new GM. Get rid of Steven Jones. Get rid of – Now, uh, you got to hire somebody outside of that family, and you got to let them do their job. Dude, they have the talent. Come on, you know they got the players for it. Do you not think so? Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean. And you know they have the coaching for it, especially now. Like, I like Jason Garrett, but Mike McCarthy or McCartney, how you pronounce it, he's good. And I think they have the talent. But I think if they want to win, it's going to start up top. And I think they need to – it's like a you know recruiting agency or talent agency. you got to hire outside of your – your family, your organization. It's like, you know, when somebody's being investigated, you don't hire your own lawyers. You hire lawyers outside of it. They're non-biased. That's what they do for a living. They don't see you every day. They do their job, if that makes sense. Let the GM work. You're With right. no input. I'm sorry, like, you know, oh, he's been around forever. Man, he, he's a football owner. Like, this is this is... He's treating this team like it's just a game. 
He thinks it's just a game. And, you know, it is a game, obviously. But, like, you know, he's – if you if the Cowboys want to be successful, they will hire an outside GM. Jerry will go off to wherever he goes. And they would just, you know, let the owners sit back and relax and go on vacation 300 days a year. Maybe that's the only thing keeping them alive. I don't know. You know, a lot of old people are like that. You know, that's why they're so stubborn and stuck in their ways is because they ain't got nothing else going on, no matter how much money they got. They're so passionate about it. And You know, it's like Joe Paterno, man. When he got fired, what he died, like, what, two months later or something like that? Because that's the only thing he was good at was doing football. That's the only thing they kept him going. Anyhow, that's what I feel. It starts up top. Well, what do they do with Dak? 25 a year. Hmm. Now, they'll get them. I'd say somewhere between, I'd say 37.5. No. 37.5. No way. He wants 40, right? No, he wanted more than that. He wanted 50. I thought he wanted 40. They offered him 30. That, that's prob- That's possible, but I wouldn't give him 37. Hell to the no. Uh-uh. Because here's what I think about Dak. I don't think Dak's that good. No? No. I don't think Dak's that good of a quarterback. To me... I think he's serviceable. He's solid. He's... He's maybe above average a little bit. But to me, I don't think he's the guy that I'd want to pay $37 million a year to. He's a guy who can lead your team. Uh, you're right, though. He's a leader. I don't know about 30. <sighs> 28. They're just going to franchise tag him. 28, that's a good number. I say give him $28 million a year. Well, franchise tag him this year like they, they like it seems like they're going to do. Give him the franchise tag this year and then work out a deal and tell him, hey, all right, you kind of had a down year last year. You know, yeah, you were top five in passing, but yet you didn't lead us to the playoffs. We're going to give you 28 a year. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I, I say I say franchise tag him. Yeah, like you said, give him that year. What if he what if he goes out there and he balls out and he throws for sixty touchdowns? Then do you consider giving him money? See, that's the thing. He does ball out, and if he does put up those numbers, which but here's the but here's the thing though, most of his receiving core is free agents this year. So if he loses all of them, who's he gonna throw the ball to? Well, that kind of proves my point, though, is if he balls out next year with a bunch of no-names, is he worth the money? Shit, I'd, if he does I'd that, pay him. If he does that, I'd put him up there with Peyton Manning. I mean, I would, too, because he, he would break his record. No, he wouldn't. What's Peyton getting one season? 59? 55. 55? No. It ain't, oh, yeah, you're right. It is 55. Uh, I don't know, man. What if he does it? Then would you consider it? 35. If he throws 60 touchdowns. If he throws 60 touchdowns, I would give him 35 a year. 35 a year? I bet. Man, I bet other teams would come begging for him and his offensive coordinator. Ooh, Jason Garrett? <laughs> no. What? No, Kellen Moore. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you I thought you were talking about Jason Garrett. Like maybe Jason Garrett would try to like bring him to the Giants or something like that. No, I'm saying if he throws for six sixty touchdowns and they offer him thirty five, I bet another team would offer him more and his offensive coordinator is pretty much guaranteed to be gone too. <laughs> Cause if you he throws sixty touchdown passes, you know your name your offensive coordinator's name is going to be uh, up there. It's possible. I mean, but looking at the rest of their team, they're probably going to lose Amari Cooper. They're... You think so? Oh, yeah. 
He's gone. I thought he liked it. I thought he liked it there, so. Not what I saw against Philadelphia. <laughs> I hate Dallas, so let me play terribly and pull myself out. And Zeke, too. I'm going to pull myself out late in the game and just sit out, like, the last drive and just not even care. Now, the deal with Zeke is he pouted until he got his money. So, he, he's got them by the nuts. He can do whatever he wants. Dude, and they know it because he's still going to get that check. Dude, he's still pouting. What are you talking about? Hell, every time, hell, every time he was on the sideline, when they were lo- they were down and they were losing, or he would check himself out. Hell, he checked. He, look at against Minnesota this year. He had the chance to win the game for them, and he fucked it up. Because he checked out. Who's their backup? No, he didn't check out. He he ran the ball. Um. No, no, didn't they run him like? Three times and then throw him a, a swing pass. Yes, and he dropped the swing pass on like fourth and two. Yeah, see, I doubt that was him though. They should, I mean, come on, that's on coaching giving him the ball four times in a row. Come on, man. Yeah, which was you know, you know, you know as well as I do, that was ridiculous. Oh, it was, and their backup is uh, Tony Pollard. See, he's he's all right. Bad. I said all right. He's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say people are all right. Like, eh. uh, you think they dropped a running back or no? No. Mm-mm. No. They'd be a waste. I mean, you're right. They gave him, what, $90 million for him to check himself out whenever games get tough? Oh, that must be nice. Got, and, again, they got Tony Pollard on a rookie deal. So, I mean, why would you draft a running back? You're right. I don't even think this running back class is any good anyhow. No, it's not. It's a heavy receiver and quarterback draft, I feel. Yes, it is. It's going to be a very, very heavy quarterback receiver draft this year. Um, but that's a different episode. We'll discuss that. <laughs> right. Does Jason Witten come back? Yeah, he'll be back. You think so? 40 years old, <laughs> you think he's going to come back? He didn't come out of retirement to go 8-8 eight and eight or whatever they went and missed the playoffs. He'll give McCartney a chance until they cut him. Nah, they won't let him cut. They won't let him get cut. They'll make him retire. They'll say, hey, you should retire because it ain't looking good. Right. So, no, I think he'll, I think he'll, want, he'll want to give McCarthy a chance, kind of like a fairway tour. Watch, that's how it's going to go. It's just going to be like Peyton Manning and Ray Lewis. He's going to announce his retirement, that he plans to retire like week 15. They're going to go on to tear through the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I bet that happens. That'd be wild. That would just show that the NFL is rigged. What, you didn't think it was? Come on, Ray Lewis announces retirement. You know, Peyton Manning does it now. Peyton Manning, that defense was ridiculous, but... The Ray Lewis thing, I mean, he, they were getting blown out. And then, you know, Beyonce and the Illuminati got the power cut. You know. <laughs> Beyonce and the Illuminati. I, I know they're probably looking for me. They probably got my VPN or whatever it's called. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that would – but watch. Watch that happen. I bet – oh, man, I, I'm I, – you might as well call me the philosopher if that happens. Don't call me Phil. Call me the philosopher. The philosopher. <laughs> if that happens. Oh, come on, dude. Would that not be the wildest thing? Come on, that'd be wild. That, if that happened. That would be pretty crazy, honestly. If out of nowhere, week 15, the beginning of the week, like on a Monday, everybody gets like breaking news that Jason Witten's retiring. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Dallas. They qualify for a wild card round, and they fight and claw their way to the playoffs, and they win the Super Bowl. That would be wild. I'm just saying, if that happened, like, you might as well take me to jail for insider trading. Like, <laughs> you know, I saw that. Uh but I think, all, honestly, though, I think Dallas is in pretty good shape going into next season. They maybe just got to do a couple of things, and I think they'll be good. 
Oh yeah, no, I agree. Um, why don't we let's discuss this? Let's go. Let's go dive into the Patriots off season now. Now, what do you think they need to do to get back to another Super Bowl next year? Don't get caught cheating. Okay. Um, obviously, if Brady's going to be there, which it sounds like he is, I don't know how they're going to afford anybody, but get him some receivers, man. It's not even the offensive line. They're at least decent, but he's got to get somebody to throw to. And everyone's been saying that, and I've been fighting it, but, like, get him some receivers, man. You're definitely more in tune to the Patriots scene than I am. So here's the here's the lowdown with them. They got about forty nine million dollars in salary cap going into the off season. It, here's here's the thing now. If Brady doesn't sign by March eighteenth, they get hit with a thirteen million dollar. Uh, cap hit of dead money because of him. That is so ridiculous. Right. If he signs before that, it gets spread out between this year, this coming year, and 2021. So it'll be about $6 million a year for two years instead of $13 million all at once. So... Oh, all wrapped up in a quarterback who can collect Social Security. Right. Damn. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I think the Patriots need to do is this sit and calm down. And supposedly, Brady has said that they've already had discussions about this, but he's not saying what happened. So, what they need to do is, is they all need to sit down and they need to tell Tom, Kraft, and Belichick, they should tell him this is what we're going to do. We'll give you a one year deal. $20 $20 million. Guaranteed? Guaranteed. One-year deal, $20 million guaranteed. So, like, with what they do with Drew Brees, where they kind of give him, like, one-year, two-year deals and just re-sign him every other year. They've been doing that with Drew Brees for, like, the past five or six years. Yes. Kind of similar to that. They, If he takes that, if he takes $20 million, you use the rest of that money and you go get freaking receivers. You go get um, – I mean, of course, they're probably going to draft Shaka Khan out of uh, Colorado there in the first round or the second round. Is that really his name, Shaka Khan? Uh, I don't know what his name is. He's from Colorado, and I can't say his name because it's so damn hard to pronounce, so I call him Shaka Khan. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You've told me who he was. You've texted me, and I was like, who? I thought you were just making stuff up. Yeah. All right, what about the old boy from SMU? The burner, the slot receiver. Yeah, him. I I forgot about him. They could probably try and they could probably um try and get they'll him. get him like fifth round. Yeah, see, see, I'm I'm thinking they could they could get both of them, but they'd have to get Shaka Khan in the first or second round. Is that good? Huh? You're gonna pass up on Jared Judy and the other Bama receivers? Jerry Judy's gonna go in like the top fifteen. He's gonna go in like top four probably. <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. Because top four, you're going to have Burrow. You're going to have Chase Young. You're going to have probably Tua. Tua's going to go fifth or sixth. Okay. Whoever Miami's picking, that's who he's going to go to. Unless they trade up. I don't see them trading up from number five. Um, I don't know who third and fourth would be, though. Probably – Probably be either O line or maybe linebacker. I don't think Jerry Judy's going to go top four though. I think he's going to go but, top fifteen. You had Burrow one, who at two? Chase Young. He's going to New York, huh? Is oh yeah. Is it, you don't think uh, you don't think uh, the Bengals will take him over uh, Burrow? Oh hell no! You think Burrow's that good? Burrow, they need a quarterback in Cincinnati because they're not going to re-sign Andy Dalton. They need a lot of things in Cincinnati. 
Yeah, quarterback in a lot of it's like Cleveland, man. Like they're just gonna. It's like it's like Dar- uh, David Carr when he went to Houston. People say he's a bust. He's a good quarterback, but when you get sacked eighty times in a season, I mean, come on. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think also, in my honest opinion, going back to New England, I think what they should do is this: take a take a shot with AJ Green. AJ from Cincinnati. I liked your hypothetical. Get Dalton and Green, and they said, "Bam, Super Bowl winner." Seriously, AJ Green sat out the whole year, so get him on a league minimum one year prove it deal. Then, do you think he would do that? I guess he probably would if he wants a championship, right? And if they decide not to go with Brady, yeah, sign Andy Dalton, dude. I'm telling you, if if it depends. But dude, you just said that since he needs a quarterback. Yep. Yep. That's. So you think Dalton's still good? You just don't think Cincinnati's the place for him? Because I like Andy Dalton. I think he's better than what they got. Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton's a beast. I. And he's still somewhat young. Right. He's only what thirty-one, thirty-two years old, something like that. Yeah. He. I mean, he was drafted what twenty ten. No, 2011. That's what I meant. 2010, 2011, whatever. I mean, it, so that's just saying if the Patriots don't re-sign Tom. If they re-sign Tom, though, I'd still say go after A.J. Green and then get those two guys in the draft. Maybe, you know, I, I guess Mohamed I guess Sanu. I mean, even though I, I don't want him, keep him anyway. What do you think about the Nikhil Henry guy? Cut him, right? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, I only said that because Felice is walking around with the Arizona State beanie on her head. Yeah. Oh, no. You don't get <laughs> so I just said, I, Yeah. No, I'm messing with you. I like I like him a lot. No, don't get rid of him. No. I was just I was just trying to see I was just trying to see how I could make her mad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and get fire moose from freaking who? Fryermuth, CJ Fryermuth, tight end out of Penn State. Is he the next Gronk? You don't go to Iowa to get a tight end. You go to Penn State, huh? Dude, he he's the size of Gronk. What was Gronk like? Six two, six three. Gronk was six seven and weighed almost three hundred pounds. I know, man. Once I've just, like I said, I just like messing. He's a monster. I understand. He ain't three hundred pounds now. I saw him last week at his beach party or whatever. No, uh, you know, on the TV, he looks like he's down to like two twenty. He says he's lost like sixty pounds. I mean, he's at a healthy weight. He's not at an athlete weight. He's just he's just chilling. Shoot, hey, I ain't knocking him. He got his money. He's still young enough to live. Yeah, and I mean, oh, and and I look at I and I look at O line for New England. Their O line's pretty solid. I think they could probably go out and get another guard, maybe. Um, unless they want to throw in that dude that they drafted this past year, who was on IR all year, who was from Sweden or something like that. Wasn't he a receiver or gunner or something? No, 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 not Gunnar Olszewski. This guy was on IR in the preseason. His name's like like Halte Froholt or something like that. He's from Sweden. And he went to Arkansas. And he was supposed to be like the backup like swing guard, but he ended up getting hurt, and they put him on injured reserve. So he's probably going to be the starting left guard next year. I'm just happy you know what a swing guard is. Hell yeah, I know what a swing guard is, man. Why wouldn't I know that? Swing guard, swing tackle. That's a lot of people don't. No, they don't. Bill and Bill Jack loves those guys. Well, they're very, I mean, it's your third guard, but they could play anywhere. Like, it's cross training a player. Like, it's the best, best of both worlds. Like, you may not be the best right guard. 
but he could play both guard positions equally well, even though it may not be the best to be a starter. It's serviceable. That's true. Defensive-wise, do you think they should let – do you think they should re-sign Cordy, Van Noy, and Collins or let three walk? Is it Jamie Collins? Yes, sir. When did he get back from that hill that is known as Cleveland? This past year. He was in Cleveland, right? Didn't they trade him a couple of years back? They traded him in 2016. Yeah, 16. That's amazing. Uh, can they keep all three, or what do you think? I don't think so. Because who do, who, I say get rid of uh, Collins, I guess. They seem to be successful without him. But McCourty and Van Noy, uh, they're pretty good, man. Yeah, they are. And McC- and Collins, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he started off the year, like, really good. Like, he was in the talk for defensive player of the year. And then he, like, I don't know who you're talking to. I don't know, man. Like, it's not – you don't trade when he's low. You trade when he's high. So, I don't know. Let him have a good preseason. Trade him at the very end. So you saying sign him to like another one year deal for like little money and just see what he does again? If you could, if that keep is able to make you keep was he on a one year deal really? He was on a one year like seven or eight million dollar deal. Oh yeah, give him one year three million. If he wants to win a championship or contend for one, he'll stay. If not, he can go right back to Cleveland or some other chump who wants him. Now I'm not saying he ain't good. I'm just saying. You know, I'm all about chasing that money, but golly, man, I'd rather play for a team that has a chance at a championship. He's got his money. I don't know. And he does have a already. How much money do you think he's made in his career? Enough? Nah, he's only been in the league like five years, dude. Ooh. And I only got him on a one-year deal? Yeah. Oh, uh, golly! I don't know, John. See, that's why I, that's why I'm not an NFL GM. I, I see why they don't sleep at night. You can never make the right decision. No, I say this: let Collins walk, get Van Noy back, and McCourty back. Yeah, that's who I would lean towards as well. I mean, I, especially I, if he's only a fifth-year pro, you could always pick him up later. I mean, I know McCourty's going to be, what, 33 next year, but... But, golly, he can still back it up, though. He still balled out. I mean, hell, he was second in the league in interceptions this year. Um, Van Noy... Behind Gilmore, right? Yeah. yeah two, Gilmore, McCourty, and then J.C. Jackson were, top, were all top three in interceptions this year. You had three guys on your defense that were top three in interceptions. That's impressive. No, that's amazing. All you needed – it's like the 77 Falcons. All you needed was a competent offense who could at least do something. Exactly. Whatever. And that's what fucked them over this year in New England was because they didn't have the freaking offense. If they would have had the offense, we'd probably be talking, putting that team as one of the greatest of all times. I mean, the defense was good, but, I mean <laughs> – anyway – yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I like your idea. You definitely got to keep Van Noy and uh, McCourt, whatever his name is. And like you said, Colton's only like a fifth-year pro, and I keep saying it. Down the line, man, just re-sign him later. Exactly. I mean, you can, you can definitely re-sign him later. You know, he's still young enough. I mean, if he really wants to he – could, he could be like uh, – What's his face there? Uh, the late Junior Seau. He could just keep coming back like later in his career and sign a one-year deals every year. Yeah, did he only play for San Diego and New England? No, he played for Miami for a couple of years too. That's right. Now, who can't did? Oh, it was Teddy Bruschi who came out of retirement for that one year, right? Yeah, that was after he was that him or was that? Either you know who I'm talking about. That's still that was a swole team, man. They were older than dirt, but that was a swole team. 
What are you going to Google it? Do what? What are you Googling it? Who? Teddy Bruschi? Did well, what I, yeah, the st- yeah. No, I wasn't Googling it. I didn't even know you were asking me to Google something. No, I wasn't. I just heard you typing. No, <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> oh. um, anyway, uh, no, but that, that year that, you know, Bruschi and Seau and Harrison was there. That, man, that was a swole year, man. That was a swole. Like that was a swole four years because they were there four years together. Were they? Oh, my bad. Yeah, they were there for four years together. I was. I meant mostly that O seven team. Oh man, you want to talk about swole? Oof. Richard Seymour was on that team too. Yeah, before he, before he got traded to Oakland and promised them a Super Bowl win. <laughs> Yeah, he got in a lot of trouble in Oakland, too. I think he got suspended for something. I can't remember what it was for, though. Probably Peds. No, I think he's, I think it was something else. I don't think it was PEDs. Uh, domestic, most. I don't know, man. And Yeah, Richard Seymour. Um, God, who else? Um, I don't know if you remember this guy. Asante Samuel was on that team, too. Mm-hmm. Didn't he play for the Eagles? Later in his career, yes, he did. Hey, do you remember that cornerback who played for um, the Raiders? And then he signed like a gargantuan contract with the Eagles? Namdi Asamoah. Yeah. Yeah. God, do you remember? He was such a flash in the pan. Dude, he was like a 99 on Madden. Like, everybody wanted him on their fantasy team, like, when you, you know, draft. And then just, like, as quick as he showed up, he disappeared again. Yeah, he did. But, but he was deep. He was. Oh. I know, but for the amount of money he racked in. Oh, yeah, he screwed the Eagles over. <laughs> Wasn't he a part of their dream team from, like, 2011? With Vince yeah. Young and all that? when they had him, they had DeMarco Murray, they had Ryan Matthews, they had Mike Vick. Yeah, Mike Vick. Um, and Vince Stump. Young. Oh, Vince Young was there too? Yeah, he's the one who called him the dream team. Well, they had a shit ton of talent. Patrick Chung was on that team. Dude, was he really? Was this golly, he's, he's peddling coke in Philly, huh? Yeah, he was peddling coke in Philly. <laughs> I forgot he was on that team. Was he really on that team? Yeah, he. That was the only year that he was there, and then he went back to the Patriots. Where did he go to college? I've never even like. Where Belichick find him? Oregon. Really? Him and Legarrette Blunt went to college together. Yeah, but who punched who? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Boise State player did deserve it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, Belichick found Patrick Chung in the second round out of Oregon. So he's a part of that Chip Kelly team, huh? That's probably why he ended up in Philly for that one year. Yep, he did. It was only for that one season, and then they cut him, and then he went right back to the Patriots. I bet they feel really stupid. Like, yep. Cut him, he's no good, and then he goes off to the Patriots and dominates. Yeah, and what one? One has won what three Super Bowls with them now? Yeah, exactly. It just it's like it's like all right, you can't do nothing right. It seems like they can never do anything. Always one step ahead. It's just wild. Oh, it is wild though. Like I gotta respect, you know. Greatness where it's due. So, like, you know, I'm a hater, but, you know, the Patriots have been good for a long time, so it is what it is. Oh, yeah, and they're going to – and I'll be honest with you, with Belichick still at the helm there, I think they're still going to be good. I I really don't even – like I said, going back to what I said about Brady, I don't think – even if he leaves, I still think New England is going to be one of those teams that are going to still contend for a championship every year. 
We'll see, and I've accepted that fact, and therefore that's why I think that it'll prove that, yeah, Tom Brady's great and all, but Belichick's really the reason all that happened. Like, I've accepted that fact. Like, I don't – you know, I like like Belichick. Oh, me too. I mean, hell, there's not many – there's not many people that don't like him, but there are a lot of people that hate the Patriots because he knows how to make have cheat, bend the rules, cheat. work around the rules, <laughs> not learn how to run a video camera. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> but either way, I'm all joking aside. What that just proves to me is that proves to. I re- I mean, look, Matt Castle went eleven and five. Man, come on, that's exactly my point. He didn't. He didn't even start since high school. Like he didn't even play in college as a starter. Eleven and five, dude. I mean, anyhow, I'm not getting. No, on that topic. I, I don't blame you. Um. Oh, here's an interesting one. What about the Saints? Uh, they need better officials. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, man, they really, uh, I think if they could just resign that team they got, if they're able to keep most of their players, I think they could waltz right into the Super Bowl. Like, I truly believe that. Like, they have better odds than the Cowboys. Like, the Cowboys are good, but, I mean, come on, everybody – I even think you, I even think you would have thought that the Saints would at least make a Super Bowl run. I thought they, I thought they this were going to the Super Bowl. I told you that when the playoffs started. Yeah, exactly. So if they could keep any of that team together, I mean, dude, they had a good defense, a good offense. I mean, great coaching. I don't think they, they don't need much. They just need to keep their players and. Go win, man. Like, I really, like I said, even better than the Cowboys. I say they need to get another running back, though. Who do they got? Kamara and Latavius Murray. I mean, if that's the biggest year issue as a running back, not even at a third, like a third down back. I mean, what's Marshawn up to? You know. And they and I think they need other receivers other than Michael Thomas because other than Michael Thomas they don't have anything. I mean, why would they have to when he didn't he break the NFL record for the most catches yeah. in season history? Yeah, and I mean, and they knew it was going to him. That's what made it even funnier. They're you know double that guy, double that guy, and he's still out there making you look stupid. That's hilarious. So the good he is. Exactly. And that's why, yeah, if they got another receiver, another quality receiver, not just somebody like me out there. I mean, that and the running back, those aren't hard to come by, I feel. You can find a serviceable running back pretty cheap in the NFL. Or, you know, when the XFL folds, grab one from there. Hey, the XFL ain't folding. No, I hope not, man. I was watching it today, and I was like, this is so cool. It's like minor league baseball, and I'm totally okay with that. What is your opinion on the XFL so far in week one? Well, I watched like a quarter of one game. I thought their uniforms were cool. I knew who the quarterbacks were for the most part, but I didn't know who many of the receivers and running backs were. No, I like it. It's like it's like it's like minor league AAA baseball. That's how I seriously feel about it. Like, it ain't the best, but, like, they're out there giving it their all, and they know that they're one call away from going to the NFL. You know, I'm not sure how that works for contracts. Probably. I like it a lot. But you know I've always been a proponent of having more than one NFL. I've always – I love the AAF. I love the – you know what I mean? I love arena football. Around here, every now and then, we get an arena football team at the Expo Center. Even if they fold after one year, I still watch them. Even if they go 0-10, I still watch them. So do you think the XFL will be like the USFL of the 80s and stick around for a few years? 
Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about them. The old Mouse Davis, the old, uh, the old uh, Houston, uh, Houston Gamblers. No, uh, yeah, the New York, New Jersey Knights. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Why'd they fold again? I forgot. I think they were in the same boat as the AAF. They couldn't make payroll. Hey, I heard that on Twitter that uh, the opening week's games already got more revenue than the entire AAF season. I saw that too, actually. Now that you said that. That's, that's what happens when you don't slap stuff together, though. They planned it out for, what, the past two years? Yeah, that was two years in the making. See, the AAF was just like out of nowhere. It just appeared. Six months. Oh, it was six months? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just guessing. It was like something it was like very short. I know that. It was like all of a sudden out of nowhere. It appeared, and then within like a month, they fold. Yeah, and... Hey, did you see Manzo go off on Twitter talking about he ain't playing, blah, 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 and he's been talking mess? Anyway, um, I like the XFL. You know, a lot of the people at the bar today at, at scores was talking like, oh, uh, you know, I don't like the fact that they got the drone over the quarterback. I love that. I eat that up. I want to hear that play call. Like, crank that up. You know what I mean? Uh the XFL, you know, they've revolutionized a couple things. You know, instant replay, two-point conversions. Uh, instant replay, I think they did all that. Oh, the sky cam? Definitely the sky cam. The double pass? Uh, no, I'm talking about the first time around, what the NFL took from it. Oh, you're talking Oh, you're talking when they started in the early 2000s. Yeah, 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 what the NFL took from them. I don't know if they, no, I'm thinking the USFL. Either way, the XFL used the sky cam and stuff like that. I'm a fan. I I'm like with it a you lot. there, Phil, because and I really hope that it succeeds. You know, I I really do. I've been looking forward to this for the last year and a half now. Um and I think it's great for the cities that have the, the XFL teams and you never know if it becomes big, becomes big. They may get more teams out of it. Oh, San Antonio get another team. That'd that be would nice. be legit, honestly. Have all three Texas team. Have all three uh, Texas teams. Well, it sucks because you know where I stay, and no matter which way it goes, it's still going to be a three-hour trip either way. <laughs> unless like an Austin team gets, you know, unless Austin gets a team or. I don't know, man. Put a team in Temple. We'll uh, we'll fill out Wildcat Stadium. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's twelve. Th- there's you know twelve thousand plus right there. And do you know how much money that the city of Temple would get if they did that? Oh, they would build a new stadium. You know how Temple loves their football. They they would accommodate a stadium. Speaking of Temple, now that now that you mentioned them. What district did they get uh, realigned to? Oh, the same one from two years ago. Who was in that? Uh, they lost the Waco teams, and they got Brian back. So it's the old, it's the old uh, 12-6A. Oh. You got uh, Cove, the Colleen teams, Belton, and Brian. I thought Belton was dropping down to 4A. Not this realignment. Oh, really? No, not yet, because they're just now opening the new high school. So they won't have varsity athletics for at least two years. And you know Belton's going to drop rapidly. Going to drop what? Like, they're going to drop numbers rapidly. But they're just going to have to suffer through these next few years. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, typically, typically a new program won't play a varsity schedule to play outlaw for the, or JV for the first two years. And then when those kids are juniors and seniors, they'll uh, play varsity, which sucks for those kids that are, uh, you know, they're in the, the Lake Belton school zone 
you know, the school district, but they have to play a JV schedule. But I'm sure there's going to be ways around that. Oh, of course. Of course there will be. So that. But the district. Uh-huh. District what? The District of Doom. What's have the you District seen it? of Doom? It's where Waco, Waco Midway got placed. Who's all in that district with them? Uh, Cedar Hill, DeSoto, Duncanville, Mansfield Legacy, Mansfield, Waco Midway, Waco, and Waxahachie. You're shitting me. I think DeSoto's in it, yeah. But, yeah, no, that's that's the District of Doom right there. You're telling me that's a... Midway may not even make the playoffs. Like, that is wild. Dude, Midway may not even get above 500 this year. Well, I mean, everybody beats Waco, so. But you're right. I mean, dude, that's a tough district. That is a very tough district. Wow. I'm I'm excited to see that. And you see who Temple got non-district, huh? Uh, no, who did they get in non-district? They're playing week one. They're playing Longview at AT and T Stadium. Uh, week two, they're going to Magnolia West, and week three, they have Hutto at home. And then whoever wins the Longview game, the loser has to go to the other person's place. So if Temple wins, Longview has to go to Temple next year, and vice versa. Dude, you ought to make a trip up to Dallas for that game. <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm thinking because Longview's losing that quarterback and they're losing quite a few players. Hey, I, dude, I'd go to that like, Oh, yeah, that's right. You live there. Shit, I forgot. My bad. I'm not trying to be ignorant. I keep forgetting yeah, you live up there. You see the Lampasas district? Yeah, they're gonna win that. Dude, they're gonna, they're gonna destroy win their that district. I thought I was like, I was like, what? Canyon Lake, Burnett. Um, who else is in that? Taylor. Well, see, they're lucky because Bur- uh, Fisher, uh, Fisher Canyon Lake, they run the slot T, which there's a good chance we'll see that later on in the playoffs. But dude, they come on, they're gonna win their district. Dude, I was watching their game the other night on YouTube. Again, they lost versus Lorena. Yeah. And, like, it's not even that quarterback, man. He's got so much talent around him, it ain't even funny. Well, that's when they lost to Lorena. Like, he's good, he, he's good, but... The game they lost to Lorena was a defensive hmm? breakdown. Oh, come They were winning most of I that game. I think they were up by two touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were up by two touchdowns real early, too, and they were just playing dang good defense. But, you know what? Uh, all the teams that beat them went up, but Cal Allen dropped down. So, I don't know, man. Cal Allen's always tough. I don't know. I just hope my passes goes to state next year because they should have went this year. They got screwed, man. Uh, well, hey, that's uh, how you feel. Well, the defense <laughs> needed to make one stop late in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't do it, even though they had just tied up the game with less than – I think – I think no, this is what happened. They got freaking called for, like, two bullcrap pass interference penalties, and that's how Carthage scored the game-winning touchdown with 30 seconds left in the game. Oh, wait, did you go to Hell that Hell no, I didn't go to that game. It was all the way in Houston. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I thought it was in Hell Dallas. Hell no. If it was, I'd have damn been there. You know that. Yeah, that's right. They played. They played at. Uh, they played at the Barry Center. Yeah, they're uh, in a dollar. Or whatever it is, or raw. I... Oh, that's right. They played in Shenandoah. Yeah, where the where the not the Barry Center. They play where the national championship, the D three ninety yeah, championship. Correct. Uh but Phil, I, I hate to say this, but we gotta get we gotta get off here soon. We're about to run out of time, my friend. Um, I'm, I'm... Yeah, man. I know I kind of I know I kind of rushed it when I was like, "Hey, can we talk immediately after work?" Oh but... no, 
I woke up this morning and realized that I was going to go help Curse with that fence. And, man, I've been checking along right. since. You're good, man. Next week, we'll discuss more NFL offseason and dive into some more teams. How does that sound? Hey, it works for me, man. You you think it Wednesday, maybe? Um, um, yeah, let's, let's shoot for Wednesday. Let's do it. Let's shoot for Wednesday. All, All right, right man, I'll let talk me know. to you later, Phil. Mm-hmm.